the show, The Breakfast Club. No, 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 no. Angela is out. Charlemagne was popping. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Good morning. Here all by my lonesome. All by myself. How you guys feeling out there, huh? How was your night? Did you sleep well? How was your yesterday? How you getting up this morning? How you feeling? You on your way to work? Had to get gas? Angela Yee's out this week. Charlemagne is running a little late. Oh, it's it's um, a little boring, but it's by yourself. Red, how you feeling, Red? You all right, Red? Now, on the way in, Red was like, as I was walking in, he said, you know, Red is our, our board op. He runs the boards. He said, as he was coming in this morning, he seen a guy on a scooter fall and bust his ass. He's like, the guy was in a lot of pain. <laughs> I said, Red, did you help? Red said, no, nah, it was brick outside. It was too cold for me to help him. Goodness gracious, Red. Goodness gracious. Well, today we got some special guests joining us today. They have a show on, uh, it's called Social Society. All right, that is Regine Carter, Little Wayne's daughter. Kendra G, she uh, went to Hampton University with me. She also has a, a morning show in Chicago. And Kendall Kendall, they have a show. And we'll be kicking it with them in a little bit. And then we got front page news. Are uh, you looking for a job? Well, JetBlue is hiring. They're looking to hire 5,000 people. So we'll tell you about that when we come back. And also, NFL, that's right. You're going to need some minorities on your offensive coaching. We'll talk about that when we come back as well, all right? 800-585-1051 if you need to get it off your chest. Yesterday, I slept after all the stuff that was going on with Will Smith and Chris Rock. When I got home, I just t- I just cut my phone off. I didn't want to hear nobody else's opinion. And I, my ass just slept. And it felt good, too. I woke up early this morning. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, March Madness, women's basketball, Connecticut beat NC State 91-87. Louisville beat uh, Michigan 62-50. Now, the women's final four goes down Friday, April 1st at 7 p.m. And the men's go down Saturday at 6 p.m., all right? Now, JetBlue, if you're looking for a job, JetBlue added 5,000 new jobs, all right? That's because JetBlue and American Airlines has emerged, and they're starting to put out more flights out there, so they need more people to work. So if you need a job, you're looking for a job, I'm sure if you reach out to JetBlue.com, you can find out where they are hiring. Now, in some more sports, NFL. It seems like the NFL to ensure more opportunities for diverse candidates. The NFL has added requirements on the hiring of, of offensive assistant coaches all right, and women in general. So what does that mean? Beginning this season, all 32 clubs must employ a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority to serve as an offensive assistant coach. Now, this person will receive a one-year contract and work closely with the head coach and offensive staff to gain experience. So they're looking to bridge the gap and hire more minorities and more women. Now, could you imagine you're at you're in Las Vegas, you're at a casino, you ask for a drink, and instead of serving you drink, they serve you chemicals. 
Well, that's what happened to a man out in Vegas. A jury awarded this gentleman $8 million. Now, he's a middle school uh, special education teacher. He sued because they uh, served him some cleaning solutions instead of tap bear at a casino bar. Could you imagine? They offered him $300,000 for the mistake, but he decided to sue them anyway and wound up getting $8 million. He did lose his uh, sense of uh, smell and sense of taste for a little bit, but they believe that is starting to come back. His lawyer said bar employees knew the bear lines were out for a service for cleaning. I guess they clean the lines, and instead of uh, waiting for it to be fully clean, they served him the liquor, and uh, he got $8 million because of it. They said that was at uh, Barley's Casino and Brewing Company. All right. And that is your front page news. Charlemagne will be here in a second. He just called. We'll be talking to him in a minute. He'll be here. Guess he's just a little late. So, Red, how's everything with you? Just another day. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. Get it off your chest. Let us know how your night was, how your morning's going, or maybe you just stuck at work by yourself and nobody decided to come. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Kia. Hey, Kia. Good morning. Where you calling from? Good morning. I'm calling from Jacksonville. Duval. Slightly, but a little bit of tennis, basketball in there. It's just us. I was almost disappointed, but I'm not because I absolutely love you, your wife, your family, your kids. All right. Well, we love you too. I want to say good morning and happy birthday to my mom. Her birthday is April 1st. Mm -hmm. I'm a little in my feelings because I won't be able to see her physically because she's in Michigan. But while I have this time, I hope she hear me today. I want to tell her happy birthday to my irritating Aries. Um, just a shout out to all my close friends, best friend Nakia, my cousin Karai, and my friend Lala who came and cooked a Hello Fresh meal with me last night. Okay, well you have a good day and uh, enjoy yourself today. All right. Absolutely, be blessed and have a better one. All right, you too, now, Mama. Bye. Bye. Hello, who's this? Yo, every great morning. I know they're not there, but great morning, Angela Yee, motherfucking the good God. This is your girl, Angel. Angel, what's up? It's just me and you this morning. What's up? What's going on? What you doing? Now, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm up plotting, planning to take over the world. You know how a black woman does. But uh, let me just say, I'm going to give you a twofer real quick. Okay. The first thing I just want to say is I'm I'm over the Will and Chris thing. Like, everybody needs to go ahead and mind their business. You already know. Uh, of course, you know, it goes down when it's a billion dollars on the elevator or at the Oscars. You, listen, a man does what a man got to do, and he also apologized. So he did what he had to do, and enough is enough. He personally actually helped my, my son, so... I'm good. I, he's good in my book. So, but how did he help your son? Oh, he um he helped my son go viral. He posted my son, Brown Boys Lemonade. Y'all may have noticed, remembered it a couple years ago. Okay. He posted my son. My son went viral, and it's been amazing. My son has lived an amazing life that most black little boys don't from the hood. That's number one. And number two, y'all are the illest radio station ever to ever, you do, ever do it. Well, we love you back, mama. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Ralph from the Heights. Ralph from the Heights. What up? Get it off your chest, brother. First of all, good morning to all of you. Good morning. I'm the only one up all here, right. so it's so just me and you, brother. It's just, it's just me and you, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I just wanted to tell a quick joke to kind of lighten up the mood. Um, all right. This, this, you know, uh, all right, so here we go. There was this old couple, 
old Jewish couple, you know, and the husband tells the wife, you know, when I pass away, the only thing that I want you to do for me is bury me with all my money. And she says, don't worry about that. You're not going to pass away anytime soon. Stop talking like that. Sure enough, a couple months go by. He passes away. Funeral's over. They're on their way to the to the burial. She stays behind crying, gripping the envelope. Her sister comes in the room and tells her, hurry up. Let's get in the limo. Let's go ahead and, uh, and bury your husband. Bro, this is getting long, man. Come on, we this is a short show. All right. <laughs> All right. And she's crying. All right. And then, and then <laughs> she just tells the sister, hey, you know what? I'm so happy that I'm able to grant my husband's last wish and bury him with all his money and she asked her how'd you manage to do that and she proceeds to pull out a check from that envelope she pulls out a check in the it? uh-huh you get it and she buries him with the check i get it so he, she fulfilled it. <laughs> I, I get it was horrible it was horrible that was a, that was the worst joke ever people in this city are nuts, bro. hey welcome Charlamagne to the show you don't don't you hate when you get into like a minor accident and the person try to act like it's your fault when it's clearly their fault I'm in the left turning lane. I'm turning. This dude cuts over, and I run into his side. Like, you know, because I'm, I'm turning, so I'm not going that fast. So dude gets out, and dude, I'm like, I'm like, yo, what the F are you doing? This is the turning lane. Dude going to try to tell me it's the bike lane, right? So I'm like, go get the police, because I'm calling 911. You know how I get down. Mm-hmm. So the police come over. The guy's, like, trying to make it seem like my the police goes, it's clearly your fault. He's in the turning lane. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to be coming over to the left in this way. So this guy veers out of a whole other lane to turn into the turning lane to get in front of me, and I hit him. And now he's mad because he's still at the scene looking like a damn fool with a dent in the side of his car. My truck is fine, okay? And his insurance is going to have to pay for his damage because he was in the wrong. All right. The problem is he know he was wrong. I'm in the turning lane. There's clearly lanes on the highway, people. That's what the cop told him. The cop was like, there's lines here that say make the left turn. He's here. You're not supposed to be here, sir. Well, Charlemagne's here. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, man, top of the morning. This your boy, S5. I'm calling from the Brick City. S5 from the Brick City. Right What's now, happening, King? Me? Hey, listen, I'm not going to hold y'all, bro. I'm in traffic. Charlemagne, was good? Peace, I King. Gotta touch on, I got to touch on this uh, Oscar moment, right? All right, so I'm on Will. Pause. For one, you was wrong on so many levels, right? You wouldn't have did that if that was a white man on stage. Let's clear that up. You would have you would have, you would have been escorted out of the handcuffs, and he would have took the Oscar. For two... You didn't say nothing to August. You didn't say nothing to 50. You're picking and choosing your battles. To top it all off, right? When he said the joke, he's a comedian. He's at work. That's his job. He said, I love you, Jada. Then he presented the joke. Everybody laughed, including you. Yeah, but I think that was, I'm not making excuses for him, but I think that was some nervous laughter. You know, sometimes you laugh and then you like, hold up, what he said? Charlamagne, it was funny, Charlamagne, and he know he didn't mean no harm. But when he looked at her and seen her look, oh, and she looking, oh, you laughing at this? Oh, you think this funny? Oh, no, he got to turn up now. Yeah, so that's why he made the move. I will but say you know, this, this though. This is going to be one of the most expensive slaps that he ever gave somebody, man. 
And I think that y'all got to relax when y'all say things like he wouldn't have did that to such and such. He wouldn't have did that to such and such. We've never seen Will in the room with any of these people. Right, yeah. We don't, we don't so we don't know how that. he might react. And, I mean, like you said, you don't know the conversation is had. His wife had to cut the hair off because she had That's alopecia. Right. You don't know how she felt, what that conversation was like, how it is in their house. So we honestly don't know. He did apologize, and we'll talk about that more in your room. I'm sending him healing energy and Chris Rock healing energy. We don't need none of that as black men, man. We don't need none of that as humans on this planet. We got to do better. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Like I said, when we come back, we'll give you some updates. Also, Charlemagne got into an accident this morning. I already told him why I'm mad. I didn't get into an accident. I got Somebody got into an accident with me. <laughs> I'm in the right, okay? I got pictures. The cop even said I was in the right. I'm clearly in the left turning lane. This guy tried to shoot over into the left turning lane to get in front of me, and I ran into him. Did That's hit, his fault. Did you run into the back of him, or did he run into the back of you? No, I ran into the... Shut up. I ran into the side. <laughs> and then, I, and I'll be honest with you, I think that... I told him that. I was like... I think the damage was already on this car, bro. It's no way I, this, my truck did all of this. Well, you have a, a big truck, and those trucks are strong. That, that's what they. That's that's why you have a truck, sir. Yeah, them damn Newark people. Shout out to Newark. Salute to Newark. He's from Newark. Yeah, the guy from Newark. <laughs> I'm looking at his registration right now. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Rumors and next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. We still talking Oscars? Yeah, this is the last I'm going to talk about it. All right, so Will Smith, uh, he issued an apology yesterday. Okay, what did he say? He issued it on his Instagram. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, so I'll go through a, a couple of lines. He said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior was stained. What has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I'm a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. I mean, that's all you can do when you make a mistake, right? Apologize, hold yourself accountable. And deal with the consequences of your actions and do better moving forward. I do wish he would have apologized to Chris from that Oscar stage, though, because he apologized to the Academy in that moment, but not Chris. But I, I, I slightly understand just a little bit because, I, I mean, they had some issues before because Correct. of the Oscars in uh, 2016 because of some of the jokes Chris made about Jada. But I, I promise you, man, that slap was not for Chris Rock. That was Will project, projecting a lot of hurt and pain from his past. I'm telling you, just read his book, Will. He literally talks about his whole life. He felt like a coward because he never stood up for his mother when she was getting beat by his father. So that 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 slap wasn't for Chris. Well, Will Smith's mom did an interview yesterday and she spoke on it a little bit. He is a very even people person. And that's the first time I've ever seen him go off the first time in his lifetime. It surprised you too, huh? It did, it did. As I said, I've never seen him do that. His sister also spoke about it as well. Everybody like has been bullied, you know, and abused, you know, in some kind of way. And I totally understand. It's like, people are like, oh, I wish I was in, you know, such and such shoes and oh, those are my goals and everything. It's like, but you really don't know what it takes to get there. And I've had Richard conversations Williams. with him and it's like, it really kind of broke my heart listening to the things that he said that he had to go through to get to where he is. I mean, none of us have seen Will like that. I mean, think about it. And how many years, you know, 
that Will been out. Have we ever seen him act like that? The only time I've ever seen Will mad was when his daddy left on Fresh Prince. You stupid. I never even seen Will mad in no action movie when he's fighting aliens and everything else. Yeah, you stupid. Well, there was a fake uh, Chris Rock apology, but Chris Rock's uh, team shot that down. It says Chris Rock uh, hasn't apologized. He hasn't even issued a statement as of yet. So that apology was not from Chris Rock. That was uh, going around the internet yesterday. And talk about Chris Rock ticket sales, man. I will in a second. Well, uh, we said this yesterday, but we'll say it again. They said Chris Rock reportedly did not know Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. He had no clue. He had no idea. He was just making a G.I. Jane joke. He didn't. I mean, I spoke to him uh, I spoke to him the night of the Oscars. He, oh. he, he literally had no idea that she had alopecia. Also, Diddy reported yesterday that everything was all patched up, but uh, they're reporting that Chris Rock hasn't spoken to Will Smith. Uh, Diddy said he spoke with him individually. But he had, they haven't spoke to So how each can he other. say all things are patched up if you only spoke to them individually? They ain't spoke to each other. Did he got too long of a slap list to be a mediator in a slap up? <laughs> He's trying a to slap, do better for a himself, slap battle. Did, did he have slapped? Diddy, you slapped way too many people that I don't. I've never heard you apologize for, but I guess because those slaps weren't public, so yeah, yeah. That's if, true. If, if slaps ain't public, you can. If they're private slaps, you can apologize but privately. privately. Okay. Yes. All right, now Chris Rock's tickets. It seems like we all know Chris Rock is on tour. Uh, Tick Pick is a place where they, you can buy tickets. They said, we sold more tickets to see Chris Rock overnight than we did in the past month combined. So his ticket sale prices are soaring. I'm definitely going to see Chris Rock this year. I'm going to see uh, his Ego Death Tour, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see him when he's on uh, on the road with Kevin Hart this summer. Yeah, I'm Drop on a clues, mom, for Chris Rock. And listen, man, salute to Chris Rock. And I'm going to tell you why we got to salute Chris Rock. Number one, he's a legend. But as, as I always say, you can't tell someone how to react to the things you say. But Chris didn't deserve that slap. Okay, but I want to know who's checking on Chris. Like we having all these conversations about Will's pain and how his uh internal child needs healing. Chris, I'm sure it needs the same. Chris Rock might have been the guy who was bullied growing up for laughing too hard or making other people laugh, and then someone jumps on him because they can't jump on nobody else. What childhood wounds did that bring up for Chris Rock this Sunday? This man got you you know humiliated on. National television. And I hate when people say, yo, if that was me, I would have did this. Oh, Chris is this for that. If that was me, no, that's not you. You're not I, on that I, stage. Listen, my daddy called me yesterday and said, if, if he was Chris Rock, he'd have boxed Will Smith off. I had to box Will Smith off. Boy, you better box somebody off to ever do that to you on TV, right? Mm-hmm. But my thing is this. I, Chris handled it like a professional. I, I've, I've never seen anybody handle something like that that professionally. But by the way, we've never seen I've never seen anything like that in my 43 years of living. But the way he handled it right. after the fact to continue to keep the show moving, you know, that should be applauded, but man. Not, Drop on the clues bombs for Chris Rock. But not man. only that, they know each other. They know each other. I don't mean nothing. Now. Yeah, it does. No, it, it does. If it's, you, if it's somebody yeah. that don't know that you don't know that comes and slap you in the mouth, this is a little different. Nah, somebody yeah, that you that's know. a slap envy. Nah, man. I, I, so if I walk up to you right now and slap that Beijing off your face. Ain't gonna be some furniture moving in here. I mean, if we behind the scenes, yes. But if we're on the stage and you slap me, and I know it's because it's <laughs> boy, don't make me try it now. You can try. It. I'm a, you I'm, can try. It. I know where I'm gonna slap you, you too. Try you can try it. <laughs> I'm gonna I, slap you on your ass. I want to see. I bet you if see, I slap you on your ass, you react. You go too far now. How's that Addison. too far? So a slap in the ass is worse than a slap in the face. From you, yes. Why? I could be saying good job. No. Good job. Good shot, Envy. All right. Well, Tiffany Haddish says she spoke to Jada Pinkett right after, and she told him, "You better suck his." From the back, girl. I knew you was going to that one after what we just talked about. I knew you was going to that one after what we just talked about. That was a great segue. Drop on the clues bomb for that segue, Dad. Okay? When a man talks about slapping another man on the ass, there's only one thing to talk about after that, and that is sucking that from the back.
Good morning, America. Oh What's happening? And that is your rumor report. This is the Breakfast Club. I ain't Welcome. That is your rumor report. <laughs> Oh Welcome. That's what we do. We go to talk uh, about healing, oh to gosh. talk about sucking that from the back in 2.2 seconds. We had a perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness. If you've never listened to this I show, good morning. Good. I am Charlemagne the God. That is DJ Envy. Hello. All right. That is the room report. When we come back, we got front page news. We're talking about Joe Biden. It's the break. I hate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee, some restrictions. You know we're wearing the same outfit today, right? You said what? So you know we're wearing the same outfit today, right? Well, you should have known better because I've been wearing this outfit for three days. <laughs> actually, I wore this outfit Thursday, Friday. I took a break. No, I actually wore it Sunday, too, to my daughter's chilling competition. I took a break yesterday and I wore it back again today. I'm one of those people that when I find something that I like, I wear it. All right, well, you part of the Casey crew now. We all. Match. Man, I'm not definitely. Yes, hell no. Yes, you are. Y'all ridiculous. Nope. You, you know. You know what I hate? I hate how up north people try to act like the people from down south so country. There is nothing more. Co- y'all are so country. What's country about matching? Matching everything. What's wrong with that? You match everything. Be having the same drink. The drink match the outfit. That's just stupid. <laughs> Want to look like a sprite. <laughs> a family get, of sprites. Let's get some front page news. All right. Well, let's start off with the Don't Say Gay Bill. All right. Now, this bill known as the Don't Say Gay Bill forbids school districts in the state for encouraging classroom discussion about sexual orientation. Why they got to call it the Don't Say Gay Bill? I didn't, I didn't name it. <laughs> That's what they call it. And are they are they uh, not having conversation about all sex in, in the schools? I guess just sexual orientation. Because if that's the case, they shouldn't be talking about no sexuality, period, right? Makes sense. You can't just eliminate gay, right? This is is just in Florida. I guess they don't want the the kids, I guess, to learn this in school. And maybe they want the parents to teach it to them. Hmm. I got to hear more. I don't know about the bill. I I don't think you explained it. I probably didn't. This is not what I usually do. But, hey, Biden, uh, your president, his job approval rating hits the lowest point of his presidency, as most Americans think that uh, the U.S. is headed in the wrong direction. He earned it. Was he at, what, 30-something percent? What is the number? I think I saw it yesterday. Uh, right now, they're saying just uh, 40% of Americans approve the job that he's doing. 60% of the people disapprove. I'm part of that 60%. Me too. And I voted for him. All right. Now, he talks about, does he care about what Putin thinks? Actually, of I voted for Senator Harris, but her, uh, my approval rating for her isn't that high. It's the high same. Either. It's around yeah. the same as well. Well, he talks about how he feels about Putin liking him. Are you confident that Vladimir Putin sees it that way, that he will not use this as an escalatory? Uh... I don't care what he thinks. Look, here's the thing. He's going to do what he's going to do. Given his recent behavior, people should understand that he is going to do what he thinks he should do, period. He's not affected by anybody else, including, unfortunately, apparently his own advisors. This is a guy who goes to the beat of his own drummer. And the idea that he is going to do something outrageous because I called him for what he was and what he's doing, I think is, is just not rational. So what's the solution for Putin? Is there one? Mm, mm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, content. the only one is really, you know, war. <sighs> That, gonna, that's, that's the real. They just gonna continue to let him do what he does. I don't. I don't. I don't they just get gonna it. keep putting sanctions and oh, more okay. sanctions. Right. Well, it was it was crazy yesterday. You know, the White House came out and was like, "Oh no, the president didn't mean what he said when he said he doesn't need to be in power." Well, the president double downs on that. 
I still want to get back to your original words that he cannot remain in power. Nobody believes we're going to take down. I was going to, I was talking about taking down Putin. The last thing I want to do is engage in a land war or a nuclear war with Russia. That's not part of it. I was expressing my outrage at the behavior of this man. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And it's more an aspiration than anything. He shouldn't be in power. There's no, I mean, people like this shouldn't be ruling countries, but they do. The fact they do, but doesn't mean I can't express my outrage about it. Yes, he said he doesn't take that back. He's right. I mean, people it, like that shouldn't be in power. But what's left to do? The sanctions ain't working. I agree with old lady bug from South Carolina. <laughs> Somebody got to take him out. Oh boy. Okay. Oh Somebody got to take him out. Hey. If he's really a threat to the world, the way it seems, and we're either in World War Three, depending on who you ask, or on the verge of World War Three, what do you do if this guy's threatening, you know, the use of nuclear weapons? What do you do? Do you just sit and wait till he lets the nukes off? What do you do? I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's like, how many times are you gonna poke us in the forehead till we come back and just slap this shot at you? Huh? I was trying to reference anyway. Like the Oscars? Okay. I don't know. Anyway, but that is what? your front page news. I ain't got no more to say. This is Angela Yee's thing, and she's not here. All right. Now, when we come back, mm-hmm. we have some special guests joining us. We have Regine Carter. Yes. Kendra G. Yes. And Kendall Kendall. Yes. They are the host of the Social Society That's right. on the All Black Network. That's right. We're going to talk to them when we come back. All right. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. Hey. First, we got Hampton University's own The Real H.U. The Real H.U. Yes, right. What up, Kendra? We in the building. Good morning. It's so, it feels different to be on this side of the fence with y'all. You, I I've you never were, been interviewed you sure? by you, Envy. I'm positive. I will remember a Breakfast Club interview. Okay. We got okay. Regine Carter. <laughs> hi, hi. You were here before. Rich yeah, ass yes, Regine. <laughs> Rich ass Regine. <laughs> And we got Kendall. Kendall, what's up, brother? What's up? <laughs> this is the cast of the uh, Social Society on All Black. Your braces make you sound bad. For <laughs> I didn't even know you had braces. I got them Thursday. So why do you have them only for three days, though? Because I'm su- I'm a sucker. This shit hurt. Oh, I can't do this shit. Oh, you're supposed to keep them longer, but you're going to remove them. It's, it's, it's supposed months. to be a six-month yeah. smile. Why are you not going to do it? Because I can't take it. You're going to buy I ain't built for this. I'm gonna... Gonna... No, I'm going to get... um. Invisalign, yeah. Oh, Invisalign. Just buy the fake teeth. You got the money. No, I'm gonna get the veneers. I, I gotta get the back. My, I gotta get my back teeth straight, and then I can get veneers. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, the social society is what he was trying yes, to say. Yes. Yes. On the all black network. <laughs> now, what is the social society? Uh, um, I like Kendall because Kendall is the king of our show. He's just season one all by himself, and we're part of season two. Yeah. So, social society is a variety talk show that hits on. Social media, um, we hit on some politics. Politics is not my thing, but we hit on some politics. We also hit on TV, film, and just hot topics that's going on in the world. So we have a variety of guests that come on um, to talk about black culture, black love, and everything in between. So this is season two. This is season Season two. two. So what made them add the cast, Kendall? Kendall? What made them add the cast? It was originally supposed to be me and a co-host last season. Okay. So we rotated so many women. Regine was one of them. <laughs> so we had Regine on there. We had a, a bunch of people that came on. And uh, nobody really stuck but Regine. <laughs> and then they decided, let's just kind of make it like a panel. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, me, Regine, Kendra, and 
Angela Simmons. I haven't seen Angela not once on this show. Yes, you did. She was on the first episode. She was on the first episode. Not once on the show. She was on the first episode. She's very busy. Yeah, she's a busy girl. But, you know, just kind of piggyback off. Kendall did such a great job the first season. How I got the opportunity for the second season, you know, I got a single show on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I was pitching the single show to Mm -hmm. All Black, um, to the um, GM, Brett, and then also the VP, Nikki Love, and the marketing VP, Anika Duncan. And they were like, would you go to Atlanta? And I was like, sure. I didn't know at the time it was to work with Kendall. But his name is Kendall. My name is Kendra. It makes sense. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, you know, it makes so, okay. sense. Okay, do your morning show Listen. from Chicago and yeah. then travel to Atlanta do all these other shows. I'm just like you, Envy. I'm just <laughs> like you. How do you do the morning show in New York and I see you in Turks and Caicos on, on a Thursday, but you be on the air? My it, boss don't be knowing. Don't be don't uh, Okay, okay. You going to my spot. You going to my spot. Got to, well, we got the same marketing plan then. No, basically, Shaz, I host a morning show in Chicago, part of the iHeartMedia family, and they've been very um, helpful in allowing me to go to Atlanta. And the days I'm in Atlanta, I just do the show from Atlanta. You know, I have my own radio equipment. You guys all know this because we're mm-hmm. radio vets. Mm-hmm. We have radio equipment where you can pr- basically broadcast from anywhere. So that's how I'm doing both at the time. And you know that because you do the I same thing. Asking, I'm just no, and we shoot on no. Saturdays, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. Well, yeah. We, we shoot on Saturdays, but we got COVID tests. So I got to yeah. go like a day early for that. Now, what makes you want to do it, Reginae? Because you rich. Why you know Reginae Rich? Knock it off. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Money, money. I'm blessed. Okay. Um, honestly, I love the cast. One, two, I love to talk, and everyone. I feel like this can get. I love acting, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get into acting more, and. I feel like this is kind of like a new platform for me. Everyone can see me. We talk about so many things. We actually have different skits. We we do fun things on there, and I love to have fun. So I'm surprised you didn't get offered no roles just based off what you was doing on what that's TikTok or that Shout Instagram. No, but guess what though? I did my first Leroy movie last year. I shot it last year. It's supposed to be coming out soon. Um, I've been doing a lot of projects, but. You know, hopefully more comes my way. All right. But let's let's yeah. talk about it. So, uh, what everybody's talking about, Will Smith, Chris Rock, go. What are your thoughts? I mean, he deserved that slap. I, listen, I, I, I rock Damn, with, just deserved? Listen, just, he deserved. Yeah, dang, he deserved. Let me, tell, let me, let me break it down for you. He deserved it. First of all, I rock with Chris Rock, you know, and, and I understand his job. But he came for Jada. When Jada did that whole movement, um, Oscar So White, Chris Rock was the host, and he played her. He said she wasn't even invited. How are you going to boycott something? So that slap was for Chris Rock and for everybody talking about Will Smith's wife. And at the end of the day, people think because you're a public figure, you can say whatever you want to say. If I'm not in the building, that's cool, but his wife is right there. You saw Jada's face. She felt away. He needed to get on that stage and remind people he's from Philly, and you won't get your ass smacked talking reckless. I do agree that, you know, um, if, if you do what you want to do and you say what you want to say, you cannot determine the consequences of what somebody does. Okay. And I do think, you know, him making the comment about the her hair is what set Will off yeah. more than anything. Absolutely. Will probably sitting around when she's in bed crying over the fact that she's losing if hair. If she is. If she is. I'm sure well, she, she is. Well, she is. She got alopecia. She talked about that. She has alopecia. Yeah. Right, right, right. So she had to cut her hair bald because of what she's going through. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fake at first. I did too. Me too. I was yeah. like, oh, this is a part of, okay, Me this is part of the show. Mm-hmm. And then when he sat down, I said, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is. I said, <laughs> you know this is radio. Oh my bad. Look, I'm so used to being on okay, all black. We can say what we want to say. My bad. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, oh shoot. Okay, this this is for real. Yeah. And then I was like, well, 
And I bet you nobody else gonna talk about that. And Jada. I was getting ready to say that's Mac. That's was not for true. All, no, that's Mac was all for America. You cannot talk about for Jada. All for America. You cannot talk about Jada in front of Will anymore. He has set the tone. If you got something to say, don't do it in my presence. Now, people, that's, that's people, what I said this morning. Yeah, people have been coming for Jada all year yeah. because of what they've been going through, and now Will set the tone. Like, if y'all want to do something, you can't do it in front of me no more. That's my wife. Yeah. I'm rocking with her. I'm staying with her. We got our own situation. Get you a wife, and then you'll understand. What about you, Regina? Um, I feel like uh, I kind of agree with Kendra. Well, you didn't say if that was my daddy, um, he'd have got shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, I agree. I feel like, you know, a real man is going to, you know, take up for his wife, his family, his loved ones, and Will did what he had to do. Okay. Before you go, I want to know your opinion because you're y'all both married, and you know, so mm -hmm. you, you mean to tell me if somebody happened like that happened to your wife, you wouldn't got on that stage and do the same thing, Envy? Kendra, you know me. I go wild for less. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. Yes, I agree. As okay. I get on that stage, yes, it is what it is. Absolutely. Without a doubt. What it's, about you? I probably would have pulled him to the side in the back. Oh, uh, you weak. I probably would have pulled him to the side. <laughs> I was going to ask that. I was going to say, do you think he should have waited? Yeah. He should have waited because what he did is step on his own moment. Yep. He didn't just step on. That he, 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 he stepped on Quest Love's moment because Quest Love won an Oscar right after right after that because yeah. that's who Chris Rock was presenting. And he stepped on his own Oscar moment because ain't none of us talking about Will winning the Oscar. True. Will could have won the Oscar, did a great speech, had somebody invite Chris to his after party. But, and checked them at the after party. Nah, nah but let I'll me check them back. So now we care about the Oscars at one moment. No, I don't give a damn about, about the Oscar award. Now we now we have to respect the Oscars. No, no, no you don't. he should have did it right then and there. That was it was real. It was how he felt. I don't care. I would have did it right then and there. Which I, I don't listen, care. I don't by care the way, about going to jail. I don't care about the Oscars. I don't care where we at. You disrespect my wife. I'm gonna check you right then and there. I, clearly, clearly, it triggered him because that's Will Smith we're talking about, and right. that was Chris Rock. Let's let's keep that in mind. It wasn't some. Just, you know, regular old Joe. That was Chris Rock. So the fact that Will, who's always so stoic and always can right. keep his composure, for him to be triggered like that, clearly, you know, he was triggered in a real, real way. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at it. I just don't like the fact that was Chris Rock and Will Smith. All right, we got more with the Social Society. When we come back, that's Reginae Carter, Kendra G, and Kendall. Kendall, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kendra G, Regine Carter, and Kendall Kendall. Charlamagne? Isn't it a part of y'all that just don't want to see Will Smith and Chris Rock have that happen to them? Those are 50-year-old men. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be a different way to resolve conflict because think about how that's going to influence things moving forward. You already see people saying, I'm going to smack the shit out of somebody when I see them. You don't want that. You don't want that, but a, a, everybody got a breaking point, right? That and, is true. And, and, I, and like I said, that's why I took it back to the 2016 Oscar when Chris Rock, to me, was more out of pocket mm -hmm. then. So I felt like, and then on top of the world, just always talking about Jada, saying she's not a good wife, all the things she did, you know, I think he just built up. And like you mentioned, Will Smith is also like Musa. Like, he's very, like, you never expect that from him. The Willie so, Lama. So when that happens, you know he hit his breaking point. But I will say this, like, Yes, I believe in protecting black women. Protecting black women is not just physical. We have to protect black women mentally and emotionally. That means not cheating on them. Mm -hmm. That means going to therapy to do the work on ourselves mm -hmm. so we're not projecting our yes. hurt and our pain onto our women. Because I think now what people see when they hear protect black women, they think we're just supposed to defend you with our fist. But no, it's a mental and emotional right. aspect of that. That's actually, we probably abuse y'all more like that than anything. Mm. Mentally? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Now, we had Lotto up here the other day, and she was actually talking about working in the industry is difficult with men. 
she was saying that one time she was trying to clear a record on her new mm -hmm. project and the dude basically insinuated that he wanted to smash before he cleared the record. Mm -hmm. Have you guys dealt with that at all? Um, you know what? I I love my journey because my journey is a 20-year journey, right? Mm -hmm. um, Y'all know I went to school with Hampton. I mean, I went to school with Hampton. I went to school with you at Hampton, mm -hmm. Envy. Charmaine's literally one of my best friends in this whole entire planet. So y'all know my journey. And obviously, you know, when you're an attractive girl, you know, guys be out of pocket and you have that... You have that situation where you decide, do I speak up and say something and then get blocked from the next opportunity? It's very challenging. Mm -hmm. And I'm and I'm not proud about it, but a lot of times I definitely have experienced stuff that I just kept silent because in my mind it's like, if I bring this up, now I'm gonna be blocked. I'm not gonna get this opportunity. So I just kinda like move different. It's not fair, it's not right, but it absolutely happens. Do they play with you like that, Reginate? Being that you know. Who um, is? not really, because they do have a little respect for my father. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad Lotto said that because these these guys out here they be grimy, especially these industry guys, and they're they try to do it on the low because they feel like oh we both have a name she ain't gonna out me out or she not gonna do that. But no, mm -hmm. she ain't say the name. <laughs> What about you, Kendall? You had that situation? No, nah, I haven't had that. <laughs> Look, I haven't had that situation at all, you know. Yeah. Nah, Kendall, not me. I don't like what he did to you just now. <laughs> no, not You sat on somebody's lap, Charlemagne. <laughs> what? There's a lot of stuff with y'all two on the internet. You done gave butt naked butts to each other. Yes, let's let's we gonna talk about talk about the stuff that y'all have done amongst each other. Look. Charlamagne and I are not a couple. <laughs> Why you gotta say that? The fact you gotta say that. Well, when, is you, crazy. when you buy your coworker a naked butt, it does have the internet talking. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I didn't do it for no other reason other than that. There was nothing behind it other than I thought it was hilarious. Uh -oh. oh god. It was a mold of my ass. As a mold of your ass that you wanted to give to Envy. I just thought it was funny. It was awkward. Mm, he could have he, he could have went to the human resource department. Ah, I'd have loved to see that deposition. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Now, Kendra, we followed your journey of you <laughs> trying to find a man on, on, on social media Instagram. Like, we followed your no, journey. What, no, no, well, the show, let, let's break it down. The show is not for me to find a man. I, it's a plan. <laughs> but you found a man on there. <laughs> but I broke out. Oh, we got to. Now, explain that because you found this man. Are you found a man on we was all This wedding, is the first We was all looking for wedding dresses and tuxedos. <laughs> You I don't so remember bad. that. You don't remember dude? You remember dude? Thank you. I don't remember, remember that. No. Okay, I, okay, let me just... I, uh, I hate that I have to talk about this, but I you will. You put it on your show. I did, and it's all deleted. Don't you know when you delete something from Instagram, <laughs> it never happened? Don't you no. know the rules? No. <laughs> okay, you put so, something okay, on the internet, it happened. So I created... Okay, so a singles on Instagram Live. It's the reason why I'm sitting here. It's what has gave more people awareness of who I am. I created the show during the, pand um, the pandemic, pandemic mm -hmm. COVID. I was in a relationship. At that time, we ended right in the pandemic. And single life during that time was terrible because it was like you couldn't call nobody. Well, you couldn't go see nobody. This is pre-mask. You know, you had to really say to yourself, I really felt like Will Smith and I am legend. Like mm -hmm. me and my dog, and that's what it was. So in the midst of it, I created the dating show to, uh, for other single people. Then I met a guy from there, and we dated for about eight months. Now, the reason why it was that was an important relationship. Why are you looking like that, Richard? Yeah, let me get on your show. They were together. They went from this to we every did. day. I was so, like, oh, they about to get married. But you know what? It was great because it was everything I thought I wanted on paper, right? But in honest, in, in reality, I wasn't happy. And why wasn't you happy? Um, little meat. Ah, okay, let me say this: we never had oh, sex. So oh. y'all probably didn't even know what? that we never had sex. Eight we never, months. I. 
What do you mean eight, eight months, months Reginae? That ain't a long time. <laughs> I'm telling you. Tie it up. I'm telling you, Daddy. Tie it up. What's up, man? Eight months. That ain't long at all, Reginae. How about eight years? I mean, eight months is a very good time to wait. So we never had sex, but just in the end, we were we wasn't compatible long term, and I learned a lot about myself because I'm like. I thought I wanted this, but I'm not happy with this. And I don't want to get... And we could have got married. I was married. curious. What didn't make y'all compatible? What was it? I think that... Um, Uh-oh. Had to be something. I've never said this. And I'm, and this is like the reckless ghost. I know it's going to be... Okay. Ultimately, I'm going I'm to be honest. Okay. Okay. Have I heard this before? I don't know if you know this. I think you know. I think you know. I don't know if I we, Okay, so <laughs> it's back... Okay, honestly, we never had sex. And in the end, that was an issue for me because I was like, you know... We're committed. We're exclusive. Oh, you wanted to have sex, but he well, didn't. by by a, after eight months. Okay. And I thought, and I thought, I and listen, I have a whole. I had a movement years ago where I said I wouldn't have sex until I got married. Celibacy, you know, abstinence is cool. Abstinence is cool, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're gonna be married long term, I can't marry a guy who I've never slept with. And you want to test the waters? I think, I think after eight months, we're exclusive. We could be there, and and that was kind of like not. He wanted, he wanted to make sure we we're gonna get married, and I was gonna have his baby, and I'm like, I can't marry you and have your baby if we've never had sex. Like, you know, that's gonna. So who fault was it? That y'all wasn't having sex. It was hers. It wasn't my fault because it was. He didn't want to do it unless we were gonna get married. Like he wanted to have sex. I do remember this story. Yes, unless. And I told her she's bugging. No, I'm not Dude bugging. Said, Just wait. He did the right <laughs> no, thing. No, that's no, the right no, way to no, do it. No, so I remember this right now. It's not the. It's this. not the right thing always because there could always be questions. And tell us why you had Kendra. You had questions. But if it's penis, it was multiple it was choice. Does it matter? Because you love him. No, wait, right? Kendra. Tell him what you thought, Kendra. Uh, no, I cannot. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> listen, listen. Now I got. We got we personal conversations. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, it was just a few things that you. But those are reasonable questions you had. The unfortunate thing is when you're a public <laughs> figure, right? You, I, I, I can deal with anything, right? But when you have somebody else, you have to be cautious of them. So. At the end of the day, we weren't compatible. You thought he was gay. I never said that. I never said that in me. I'm asking. I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question. That's I never right. said that in me. I'm just going to say that it it, it, it didn't work I've never out. I've never heard you it before, Kendra. It, it, it did not work out. And the things that I thought I desired for a long-term relationship are not actually the things that I require. Okay. So it just didn't work out. Let the record show. I love, I love Kendra V. That's my, one of my best friends in this whole planet. She told me all of these different reasons. And I said, well, Kendra, maybe he's just a good God-fearing man. Why does that not cross your mind? Not once. Well, there's other things I can share that I'm trying to be protective with that I'm not going to share because this is a massive platform and you have to consider other people who are not public figures. You've seen True. or heard something that just that rubbed you the wrong way. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially that had, that had me questioning just certain things. And I just think... You know, I, and I think that's for all women. I do like the idea of not having sex before you get married because it can work. I think Sierra and Russell Wilson did that, and that, and they're and they're living sure. happily ever after, mm-hmm. right? So I do subscribe to that, but just make sure everything is what it's supposed to be with that individual. That's all. All right, well, don't move. We got more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kendra G, Regine Carter, and Kendall Kendall. Now, Regine, uh, we were talking about relationships. Uh, are you still mm-hmm. in good terms with wife and Lucci? Um, I am single. Um, and you know how sometimes relationships work out and they don't. And as for this one, it didn't. Y'all still speak? Like, No. 
Okay. I saw you talking about the struggles of uh, that come with being the single friend. Your boyfriends don't like you. You know, right now, I feel like before Ray, sorry, Lucci, I dated another guy for like four years. Then I dated Ray for four years. So I never really like not dated anyone. And I'm young. I'm 23 years old. Yeah, I know. For, so it's like... <laughs> I'm I'm outside, but I'm not outside because I still got respect. And, you know, I can't be outside with everybody because you everybody out. knows me, you know? You out. Leave, like, leave yeah. the side alone. You just yeah, out. I'm just out, you yeah. know? Like, and I like to be, I like to travel. I like to this. And they like, you know, my friends got kids now. They have real lives. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, girl. We ain't even at our prime yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Now, you said four. So that means you still was dating somebody at 15, 15 to Yeah, my first real relationship was 15, and that was a real relationship, 15 through 18. And then 18 to 22 or 21? 20. Me and Ray broke up like 20 last year. We broke up last year. Why the first boyfriend didn't work? Why does it matter? I'm just kids. Who cares? Because they didn't go to the same high school. He went to college, right? He went to college and he cheated on me. So to break it off, there has to be a reason. I'm just curious. Okay, he went to college. You know, he he was doing college things and I met Ray Lucci and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this boy is showing me this. I like that. I wonder if you ever feel like you have to find somebody young because your parents found each other so young. No, I don't like young. Um, like I mean, like <laughs> not like that, but like these. Oh my gosh, I'm so y'all know me. Y'all been knowing me for a long time. Yeah. I'm very wise beyond my years. And these kids, these guys, that's my age. They are so childish. So yeah. immature. They don't want to do nothing. Give you heartache and use and flexion. Yeah, the guys of today though. A yeah. lot of guys don't want to be committed. I, I love what you were saying earlier because a lot of men are not on that. Men got to do the work. Every woman, I, every woman I know they says they cannot date a man that's not in therapy. But think about it. When did you guys, because you guys have been open about your, you know, your relationship journeys. Mm-hmm. What age did you finally wake up and grow up? My 30s. Okay. How old was I? October 2016. In <laughs> 30s. 30, yeah, like 36. Yeah, in, yeah, in so, 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 so you got to give a little, not grace, but understand like, you know, I was me and Regine talk all the time, and she's beautiful. She's <laughs> Regine got that face. No, like. because she's. I, I told her the type of guy <laughs> that comes to her. It's almost kind of limited because they gotta be able to afford to, to date her for one. You what, know what is afford to like? I mean, Regine is the kind of girl that says, "Okay, I'm going, worth, I'm, I'm, I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York." Today, oh, I'm going to go to L.A. You know, later on, and I'll be back to Atlanta. Like that's one week for her. Do you mind flying, Coach? Oh She's no, not, I don't fly. No, flying coach. No, I'm so sorry. It's not even coach, about that. It. It's about no, like just, just me that, always. But... Like it's no problem with coach. Like I just literally since <laughs> I, I was a, since I was an unaccompanied minor because you know I've been <laughs> flying. My my parents run together, so I would fly to my dad. Gotcha. Fly back. So when I was an unaccompanied minor, it was always first class. Okay. That treatment, you don't you don't get rid of that treatment like that. I got you. I got you. You never want to feel the struggle. Say, for instance, if I really have to get somewhere and they don't have first class on either Delta or American. Or a private jet available. I mean, like, I really hate private jets. I'm so sorry. I mean, i probably, like, the only person with money that don't like them. Yeah, I I hate them, too. Yeah, I cannot stand them. I'm so sorry. I get really... You ever flew flew Frontier Southwest? (gasps) No. <laughs> you're, not, you're not missing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's setting you up, Reggie. Right he's doing it. 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 He's doing
was That's like, like come on. You ever shop that rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's safe, for instance. It, I don't. Some things I feel like you know you can't trust every yeah. airline and stuff. I trust Delta. Delta's been here from the ground. Have you ever up. had to fly coach? Yeah, I've had to find fly coach if I really can't find. Maybe comfort. Yeah. yeah, comfort. So if you meet a good guy, he's faithful, he's caring, he's loving, he just doesn't have as much money as you're used to. Would you give him a shot, an opportunity, a chance? Don't lie either, Reggie. He can't take you to, to Philippe Chow's. He can't take you to Brooklyn Chop House. But he could do an Applebee's, maybe a little more, he, maybe Houston. Okay, I actually did meet a guy like that not too long ago. Okay, you don't stop lying, Reginae. I did. No, so I did. How did it work out? I can't do it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that resonating? But, okay, so listen. You think of somebody young that's 21, 22, right? They, they're just creating themselves. They're just starting to work. Right. And if, a lot of times if they have money, they're usually hustling or they're a scammer. So they just thought they just got out of college. They're paying off their college loans. They're going to get there. <laughs> it's going to take some time, no? Not a scammer. Um... I would say, okay, so listen, I have friends. Like, I, they, we can definitely be friends. Can be friends. Yeah. So I feel like you have to date people that's on the same level as you. And not meaning just like, oh, we make the same money, because you don't have to make the same money, but you have to be like level minded. Okay. Me, I am the person that I like to spoil you. Mm -hmm. I love to spoil men. I, if I see something, I'm like, dang, that look good on him. I'm going to get it. So I want a man to be like, dang. In the mall, like, dang, that'll look good on her. I need you to, you know, reciprocate the energy gotcha. that I'm going to reciprocate. Because if you don't, then I'm going to be mad all the time because I'm like, dang, I want to do this for him. But I know he's not going to want to, he's not going to do it for me. Okay. How many people are intimidated by pops? Oh, my gosh. I feel like that's such a block, mm -hmm. him, being, him being my father. As, as he should. <laughs> have, you ever thought, because... have you ever thought a guy was more into your pops than you? Dang. Yes, I'm a... I'm very big on that. Like, after probably like the fifth time talking about my dad, you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you like, I understand he's this, he's that. Yeah. You're the GOAT, so you understand. But, you know yeah, I understand a little bit. See, listen, Ray, Lucci, he was a really big fan of my father. Like, you know, and they actually was cool at one point. So that was different, but he didn't talk about my dad to gotcha. me a lot. Like, he didn't do that that was not something that probably goes both ways though like if females are always talking about your dad too I'm assuming that would be a turn off yeah like yeah. no no female no I don't even do new friends <laughs> you don't do new friends you're only 23 Reginae let me tell you something Charlamagne right now it is so fake out here it's girls yes. sleeping with each other guys like I'm I can't deal with things like that especially and that's why I stay with my people that I grew up with cause this industry and everything is fake I'm not with it. That's a fact. Well, we appreciate y'all for joining us this morning. That was a lot of fun. Society, society. Oh, we got to break it down. Social society. Social society. 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 Yeah. It's, it's Kindle fault. Kindle, So tell them when it comes on, okay. where they can see it and all that. So our episode drops Mondays. It's on okay. All Black. And listen, you don't got to be black. If you like black people stuff like the Kardashians, <laughs> you will like All Black. Okay? So it's for everyone. Subscribe to it. But it's all like black content, whether you're a black producer that made the show or a black actor. We got to show love to the show creator, Sheena. Um, Sheena, why Sheena D. Carter, Leticia. But because I'm thinking Carter, she's I forgot got the same last name. I didn't yeah. realize that in this moment. So Sheena D. Carter and Leticia Fortune. Yes, they are the, are the executive it. producers. Yep, yeah, and the women behind it. Sheena created it. Sheena created and it. Wrote so the show. bring up big ups to Sheena. We wouldn't be here without her vision and also Leticia, who's also 
EPs with her. Mondays on the streaming platform are black. You can also, if you have WeTV Plus or Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, you can also watch it there too. But everyone subscribe to All Black. It's only five ninety nine a month. It's like a Hulu, Netflix situation or get it for the year for $60. You got it. I know y'all got it. And Bob Johnson is behind that. Yes, yes and Bob Johnson Bob Johnson. Too. Bob Johnson. Yes, All right. yes. yes. Well, thank you for joining us. Kendall Kendall, Kendra G, and Reginae Carter. Hey. Thank you for having us. Breakfast Club, good morning. <laughs> Charlamagne, the craziest <laughs> Oh my God. Four after the hour. That's who I'm um, getting donkey today. Two people from Nebraska. <laughs> really? Two of the craziest niggas in Nebraska getting donkey today for after after the hour. That's amazing. I didn't know you knew that. You knew that? You one of the crazy things from Nebraska. I'm one of the crazy things from South Carolina. Drop on the clues bar from South Carolina, damn it. Okay. 843, what's happening? 803-864 all day. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tiffany Haddish. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Tiffany Haddish was on the uh, red carpet at the Vanity Fair's Oscars after party, and somebody asked about her little costume she had on. Did you do a little, a little costume change? Um, I, I'm not wearing a costume. I'm wearing Dolce Gabbana. <laughs> it's called an evening gown, darling. Woo! This is not, no one's paying me for this. I paid for it. It's custom. Thank you. Time of death for me right now. You look gorgeous. This is not an acting gig. This is my life. This what fame look like. This what success look like. This what money look like. This what it look like. Her book coming out called This What It Look Like, and I will just read the entire that book. That book's not coming no time soon, but I curse you with joy will be out in November. Now, I'm t- first of all, drop on the clues bombs for my good sister Tiffany Haddish. Let me tell you why that reporter earned that. She earned that. Not by, you know, referring to her outfit as a costume, but by referring to it as a little costume. A little yellow change. costume. When someone tries to uh, minimize what you're doing, they want to call it little. You yeah, and your, little yeah, job you yeah, your little job you got. Your little car your you're little driving. Car. Little outfit little you got on. You they, got. Are, they always want to diminish you and minimalize, mi- minimalize you with the word little. And then that's when you got to talk to them and let them know how big you really doing it. Okay? Little costume change. Like that little thing you got in your pants. <sighs> Just, first of all, there's nothing I can do about that. That's what God gave me. So that's a blessing. I'll take my little blessing in the form oh, of my man. penis. But I'm talking about everything else. That reporter okay. was uh, Lauren Zimmer from Entertainment Tonight. Salute to Lauren Zimmer. I don't even know if Lauren Zimmer meant to do that, <laughs> but she, she needs either. to understand. You can't refer to anything somebody's doing as a little something. Okay, you know, a little, little costume change, and I don't think she meant anything by it. I'm it, just letting it, her it know. It just feels like that. You can't say little. You can't, don't minimize no. my accomplishments by calling them little. Got. That's that little, hate. That little podcast. That little. I, that's nah. it. Yeah, that's hate. And I don't even know. I don't even think she was doing that in that moment. But in our culture, that's hate. That little, that little crib you got. That little car you mm-hmm. got. Now, also shout out to Jim Jones. Uh, you know, Jim Jones does a drip report where he talks about the weather. Well, he was on Fox Five New York, and he did the weather segment. Right there, I I usually give you a foot tap, but uh, like I said, we looking like we're in our fifth or sixth winter. It's pretty <laughs> chilly. It's supposed to be spring. Spring is out of here. New York City, you're in the dubs. You're in the 20s. When you're in the 20s, you gotta drop down and get your eagle on, baby girl. Cover that waist front up because it might get a little <laughs> bit chilly. <laughs> uh, the rest of the country looks about chilly. It doesn't get no better for anywhere. Miami's even in the 60s. Uh. You know that's supposed to be beach weather. So what we doing here, people? I don't know who's in charge. Somebody tell me the rules. All jokes aside, salute to Jim Jones. Where is it warm? Where is it warm? <laughs> so where warm? If it's chilly in Miami, where is it warm? Who's in charge, Jim like, Jones? I, was, I, I don't know. You talking about people in the Carolinas yesterday. It was like, it's chilly in Carolina. Where is it warm? I don't know. I was in L.A. a couple weeks ago. It was chilly. Yeah. 
Where does it want? I don't know who's in charge. Climate change is real, people. Somebody better turn the oven on. You're going to have to open the oven door, open the oven door to keep America warm in a second. Well, in some sad news, uh, Blackish star Anthony Anderson, uh, his wife has filed divorce and in their 22-year marriage. How sad is that? They met while attending Howard University in Washington, D.C. in 1989. Uh, he dropped out his junior year for financial issues. Uh, he's working, this. Uh, I think this year or next year, he wants to graduate with his son, but uh, they just filed for divorce. They have two adult children. One is uh, 22 years old and one is 26 years old. So shout out to Anthony Anderson. I hope everything uh, is okay. Shout out to that whole family. This is where they need healing energy. Yeah, salute to Anthony Anderson and his wife. I got to stop saying it's horrible, too, when people get divorced because I don't know their situation. You know what I mean? Of mm -hmm. course, you know, to us, we love to see, you know, black love. couples together. We want to see couples stay together forever. But, you know, I don't know what their situation is. So salute to both of them. Mm -hmm. And lastly, Kanye and Kim Kardashian were spotted together at a Saint soccer match. I know they've been going back and forth on social media, talking about uh, trying to get things together as far as raising their children together. But hopefully... This is a step in the right direction. They were seen at the game. They seemed like they were talking. They were going back and forth. Kanye was taking video and pictures, hugging his kids. He seemed like a dad. He seemed like just a dad. He is a dad. Now, that's what I mean. But that's he's what always like. been a dad. It just seemed like a comfortable situation. Hopefully, they can remain on those same terms. So, shout to Kim and Kanye. I don't think those terms have ever been any different. But you know, well, God bless. He said. he said at times he wasn't able to see his kids and weren't able to go to certain parties. So. Mm. Well, I'm, God bless both of them. Remember when that uh, Kanye West was dominating the news cycle? That seemed like so long ago now. Yeah. <laughs> it does, right? Yeah, after, after they took his Instagram away, it kind of just went away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that was your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, no need to even do guess what race it is. Four after the hour, two of the craziest vanilla niggas in, the, in Nebraska <laughs> need to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them, okay? All right. And we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here with news from one of. They just partnered with the Grammy Awards for exclusive NFTs, and you can win a pair of tickets to fly out to next year's Grammys simply by claiming a free NFT at oneof.com. For rules and to claim your free NFT, visit oneof.com by 7 p.m. April 4th. Charlemagne, say the game. Dunk it under Charlemagne. You are Donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a Donkey <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yeah, I got those braces taken off yesterday, so my mouth should work right today. Oh, okay? Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, March 29th goes to 45-year-old Maggie Welling and 35-year-old Robert Vantine of Lincoln, Nebraska. Hold up. What? Is that that nigga? Is this the illest nigga in Nebraska? Fool, play that clip, right? Let me hear that one time. Is that that nigga? Is this the illest nigga in Nebraska? <laughs> if you don't know what line that movie from, then you ain't black. Now, some of y'all in life are just destined for jail. Okay, it is what it is. Some of y'all out here living the way you want to live, doing what you want to do, thinking there is no consequences to your criminal actions, and God be having a plan for y'all to sit your ass down, even if you don't think it's divine. It's probably not, because you are submitting your will to the devil by making poor choices. Either way, it's a choice. All right, Kanye West once said slavery was a choice. That's a damn lie. But being a convict usually is because you make these choices that you know can lead you to jail. And Maggie and Robert absolutely made choices that led them to jail. Now, I think these choices should have led them 
to rehab potentially based on the situation, but that's not the way our criminal justice system is set up now. Maggie and Robert either clearly like to have a good time or they are drug dealers. Okay, either Maggie and Robert are getting high or they getting money. Now, I want to talk to all the drug users and all the drug dealers who listen to The Breakfast Club every morning. Matter of fact, honk your horn if you sell drugs. Flash your lights if you use them. <laughs> you stupid, man. If you are driving and you are in your car and you have 247.3 grams of meth, if you have 171 prescription pills... 5.3 grams of shrooms and two glass pipes. How would you drive? Envy, how do you think you would drive? How cautious would you drive if you had all that on you? Very safely. Steering wheel, 10 and 2, seatbelt on. The only thing that could make you drive safer is if you had a gun in the car and a dead white woman in the trunk. Okay? Depending on what race you are. All right? Either way, there is no way you should be driving erratically, speeding, or anything when you're riding that dirty. When you're riding that dirty, you have to make sure... You are driving clean, okay? License up to date, registration, insurance, everything, because you want to avoid the police. But like I told y'all, some of y'all is just destined for jail. Some of y'all are on a collision course with the prison system. And that's what happened to Maggie and Robert, literally, because they were driving in Nebraska at 2.25 a.m. And according to Lincoln police, these fools with all these drugs in the car Ran a red light. This is what Sincere was trying to tell Buns and Belly. Did you not see that red light? Listen, let me hear that one, Red. Oh, f***ing cops can't touch me. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. F*** that. That's me. Untouchable. That's right. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. F*** that. That's me. Untouchable. Well, guess what? Sincere and Buns didn't get touched in that moment, but Maggie and Robert did. All right, they ran the red light and their vehicle crashed into a police car. Did you hear me? Uh, uh, uh. They ran the red light and their vehicle crashed into a police car that was heading northbound. And during the car wreck, traffic stop, the officer observed a glass pipe. Not the kind the Biden administration was giving out, all right? These aren't the safe smoking supply kits. These were the actual crack pipes. It was on the floor in plain sight. And then officers conducted a search and found all the dope I mentioned before. Therefore, they earned this. Okay, Welling was arrested for possession with intent to deliver five counts of possession of a controlled substance. Vantine was arrested for possession with intent to deliver five counts of possession of a controlled substance. Both of them were cited and released for possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, they earned all those charges, okay? And this is what happens when you are indeed two of the craziest vanilla niggas in Nebraska. Please give Maggie Welling and Robert Vantine of Lincoln, Nebraska, the biggest hee-haw. Uh, uh, all right. What does cited and released mean? Cited, you got a ticket and then released. For all that drugs? I don't know. Let me, yeah, let me, let me double check that. Cited usually means a ticket. Damn. Probably well, includes bombs for vanilla niggas in Nebraska. They're using that privilege to their advantage. Yeah. God damn it. Cited, you got a citation and then released. Lord, have mercy. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes, indeed. Now, when we come back, what are we doing? Well, listen, we got our good sister Kendra G in here. Kendra G was in here last hour uh, with the cast of Social Society. Yes. Kendall, Kendall, and Reginae Carter. Yes. And uh, we were having a discussion during the interview. Yes. And um, the discussion was about protecting black women. Correct. Yeah, you know, because ever since the Will Smith thing on Sunday, there's been these conversations. You know, I saw Ayanna LaVonzant. She said that, you know, this is how you protect your wife. And I see a lot of women saying this is how you protect your wife. Tiffany Haddish said it was one of the most beautiful things she ever seen. Mm -hmm. Actually gave her hope 
you know, in, 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 in men now that they would be protecting, you know, black women in this way. So I just want to know what does what does protecting black women look like? Mm, let's get into it. All I right. want to hear from men and women on this. Uh, I don't think there is one answer. I just want to hear what everyone thinks. What does protecting black women look like? All right. Let's I that. have thoughts. Let's do that when we come back. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. Kendra G is here. I'm here. We're going to talk to her when we come back. 800-585-1051. We're talking protecting black women. What does that look like? Okay. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Kendra G is still here. I'm in the building. Darkness. Dar- okay, let's explain darkness because me and Charlamagne are really close friends. We like being chocolate, so we call each other darkness. That's right. It's an it's a, a honor. And me and Kendra started off. You and Kendra went to Hampton together. We right? went to Hampton, Hampton together. together. And me and yes. Kendra went to Hampton together. Me and Kendra uh, used to do radio together in Philadelphia on 100.3 The Beat. Yeah, but we were friends prior to that. We met we Grammy were. Weekend t- 2008. Grammy Weekend 2008. I don't know why me and Envy aren't as close as you. Maybe, is it a light skin thing? Is it that what it was? I don't know. I don't know, Envy. I don't know. Wait, we should be closer. I've, I've known you longer than Charlemagne when that I is, think that about is it. That's a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. I don't know. That's wild. <laughs> Grammy weekend 2008. You would never catch me at a Grammy weekend now. Yeah. You were doing the Wendy Williams show back then. Yep. Was he sitting on her? Never mind. So many things we can't say on the radio. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe he was protecting black women. And that's the reason why you were sitting on her lap. <laughs> Mmm, shut up. <laughs> but, that's the, but that's what we're talking about this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. Protecting black women. Because, you know, uh, it's all of these conversations that have started since the Will Smith uh, situation on Sunday, the Will Smith-Chris Rock situation. And it just got me to thinking, like, what does protecting black women look like to people? Because I think for the first time in a public forum, people saw that situation, Will standing up defending his wife in that manner putting so much on the line, right? Right, right, And and, and to them, that's like, that's what protecting black women looks like. So what does it look like? So, like, in that example, for this conversation, it's a black man defending a black woman, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the conversation is all about. Like, they give so many black women so much hell about, oh, you're so masculine and and you're so strong, you need to be softer. A lot of black women don't have a choice. Like, they're left by themselves to raise their families because the black man they made a family with decided to go be with another family or be with no family, just create families everywhere. So now this woman has to be strong. She has no choice. And then, you know, want to protect black women? Stop sleeping with so many and giving (gasps) all of them herpes. First of all, black men don't cheat. Black men cheat. Black men definitely <laughs> cheat. Black little boys cheat. Yeah, black boys cheat. Black, black men don't cheat. Okay, okay. I know you want to use boy versus man, but the problem is be with your woman. Raise that family. Be there. Be held accountable to protect that family. And that is the basic way of protecting a black woman. Be the man of the household so she doesn't have to be the man of the household. So is it just herpes? Because you were very specific with herpes. Well, I just <laughs> like herpes because I feel like the other ones are really dang- Like, I don't want to say HIV. Everyone, gotcha. but, you know what I'm saying? I feel like herpes is the main STD you always say. Probably chlamydia. But it, I, get, I get what you're and saying. And then just defending black women. Like, a lot of times, black women are always arguing with men. 
listen, if, if you're in the presence of a woman arguing with a man, you should step in at that moment and diffuse the situation and figure out what it is. A black woman should not have to defend herself against another man if there's a black man around. Mm. That's why I love the Will Smith moment because he's like shutting this down for the world. Like, you're not going to talk about my wife Period, And that's why some people are so happy right now. It's like, yes, defend me. So I have to defend myself, black man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come forward. Envy, what does protecting black women look like to you? I think it's 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 a little bit of, of what we've seen with Will Smith. You know, you protect your, your wife and your family by any means necessary. And I think it's, it's part of what Kendra said as well. You make sure that you hold your, your black family down. And when I mean black family, I mean friends, uh, co-workers, uh, people out there as, as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was raised like that. Um, you make sure that no matter Even what, as a Dominican. I'm black. I'm not a Dominican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I was definitely raised like that, that you make sure that no matter what, from something small to if you see a, a, a older black woman getting groceries yes. and she's having a hard time to make sure that you, you, you hold her down like that's your mm-hmm. mother, like that's your grandmother. You see a sister or, or a mother, a cousin, a grandmother, or anybody that looks like part of your family as being black, you make sure that you make sure that she's safe. Right. Then after that, then you can go. But that's, I, I think it starts from how you raise your kids. Yeah, I think, you know, you ain't, you ain't Kendra Gia, right? I think that when we think of protecting black women, we always think of physically protecting them, um, getting violent for them. But I think protecting black women is doing the work on yourself as a man uh. to be a better human, like healing yourself as a man so you can be a better brother, husband, father, uncle, friend. Like protecting black women is not cheating on your queen. Like right. Kendra said, you know, being a faithful black male, being right. intentional, about, intentional about doing the work on yourself, you know, just to be a better person. Like to me, that includes therapy. That includes sacred purpose coaches, reading reading literature like like Jason Wilson, Cry Like a Man, or Dr. Rita Walk, an unapologetic guide to black mental health. I feel like when you do the work on yourself as a black man, you'll show up better uh, for 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 black women. Hey man, I almost gave you money for the offering. <laughs> yes, that that is real talk right there because there's so many black women who want to build families that can't find um, black men on their level, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's financially or whatever the case may be. And I feel like if more black men do the work on themselves, we can have less broken homes, and we could definitely kill the protect black women because you would be right there by your side. That's hey, rough. But let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Paula, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey. Good morning, Paula. Good morning, Talking Paula. protecting black women. What does that mean to you, Paula? It means making sure you're good. Like, you need to make sure, like Charlamagne said, you're mentally, emotionally, and physically ready to care for that woman. But on top of that, getting rid of archaic ideologies of what you think a woman, especially a black woman, is supposed to be. And it's not slapping somebody because your feelings are hurt. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how you handle it. Mm. That's real, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Appreciate you. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about protecting black women. Yeah, what does, what does protecting black women look like? And, I, and listen, there's no right answers. Like, we should be writing all of this stuff. Though. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, um, and that's that's one of the reasons why that I wrote that book that's, that's behind you, Kendra G, is because, you know, we evolve as black men because we don't necessarily know what it means. But when you figure it out, I think it's like anything else. Absolutely. We should discuss it and talk about it more. So hopefully we can, you know, talk to our, our other brothers out there and they can understand what it is. Charlamagne and I, we talk about how we were early on in our, in our lives and how we weren't necessarily protecting our queen. Uh, so, no, we weren't I, even protecting ourselves. No, not at all. So I, I wanted to ask you guys about that. So is that a maturity level then? Do you give a grace into a man in general or just a black man as at a certain age? Because both of you said when you got to your 30s, yeah. that's when you kind of got serious and woke up and realized your accountability. So was that just a guy thing? Let's talk about it when we come back. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I know it, man. I know it, man. 
a 23-year-old black boy to be where you are right now in your 40s? Or do you give him that grace because you weren't there when you were 23? Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. For, for myself, there was nobody, and this is not an excuse. I'm just telling you what, I, what the truth. Our community at that time, the industry and what I seen didn't really push people to respect their queens and their black women the same as I think Charlemagne and I are really standing on and, and encouraging people to do so. Mm-hmm. I was young. I was dumb. I was immature. I was a little boy, and it took me fixing myself, handling my own insecurities, handling my own problems. I was an insecure little bitch. Mm. And I was I was pushing that out to the world. Wow. Yeah, I give everyone grace uh, because the Envy's point, we made a lot of trauma culture. Mm. Um, and I didn't have, uh, I didn't have men around me. I'm talking about before I even got into the industry, my fathers, my uncles, you know, they were good men, meaning good providers, but they weren't good mates they weren't good husbands none of them had did the work on themselves to you know be better emotionally be better mentally be better spiritually to really pour into you know their their women the right way so yes i do give all humans grace now if you're asking me should women wait for a nigga to grow up no no i'm lucky that me and my no i'm not even lucky i'm blessed that me and my wife have been together for 24 years (laughs) i've been with my woman for 24 years we've been married since 2014. I'm bad at math, so I don't know how long that is. But we've been married since 2014, but we've been together for 24 years. I'm just blessed that we grew together right. as individuals. But if you're asking me, should women wait on a man to grow up? No. no. Because it's not a woman's responsibility to make that man grow. I chose to start going to therapy in 2016 Because to be fair in this conversation, both of your wives decided to stay with y'all mm-hmm. throughout your process. Mm-hmm. Correct. So didn't they kind of wait for y'all to grow up? I think we just. I think we might be exceptions, man. I, I, I don't know so. if we the rule. Remember, we exceptions. Twenty seven. Uh, Twenty seven years. Yeah. So I was uh, sixteen. She was fifteen. So we did grow with each other. Uh, and thank God she grew. And, and this is the perfect example. If my wife, if my daughter was in the same situation, I would tell my daughter to run, leave. I would too. But see, that's Absolutely. but but. You know why now though? Because we're bre- we're breaking generational curses. Right. And so people have the tools and resources. It's not like they don't know this stuff is available to go be better humans. Right. You know what I mean? We didn't have that. Right. No, and I and I agree with that. But you guys also became better humans, and you have beautiful women that stuck by your side until you became those better humans. So what if they yeah. would have opt out when y'all were out here reckless, which they could have, yeah. but they could have, but they decided them. to stay for Couldn't the family. Blame them. They should have. So I, I just don't like toxic rhetoric, like ride or die. Right. I don't like that either. I don't yeah. like ride or die either. But what I'm starting to learn because you know I host a, a dating show online, I'm realizing a lot of people just in general are not whole. So right. when do you know to just walk away or there's potential for this person to become whole? Because that's really the question. I don't believe in riding and dying, then you really die. Yeah. But is there, is there a grace of, he's not right right now, 
But I'm going to stick it out because he's going to get better. And I think mm. when we think about all these relationships that we honor, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett are probably the most famous relationship. And we know their indiscretions, right, mm-hmm. firsthand. But they've been through a lot of things. That's right. And they That's decided right. to stay together. And most marriages are like that. People have gone through stuff and decided to stay together. So let's really figure out that balance of is this worth it or is he really not worth it? That's we true. have Jaleesa on the line. Jaleesa, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, I first want to shout out my husband, Devin Paul, in Columbia, South Carolina. 803. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, love you, boo. But um, to me, protecting the black woman is not just physical, it's also spiritual, mental, you know, making sure that she's in a safe space with you and wherever you um, wherever you take her, you know, that she feels respected and upheld. So that's what it looks like to me. That's real. All right. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. That's real. A woman can't be in a safe space with you if you're not in a safe space with yourself. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Hello, who's this? What's going on, Envy? This is Rico. Good morning. Rico, what's up? Where are you calling from, brother? I'm calling from Hoboken, New Jersey. New Jersey. Now, what does uh, protecting black women mean to you, bro? Well, protecting women in general is is uh, is a blessing because we all have come from a woman. And we've been learned within the household how to treat a woman by our moms. So protecting a woman is you can have a voice opinion, stand by them, you know, and just be that inspiration for them. Whenever things some such as people get out of pocket, you know, I'm grown in the ever where, you know what, smacking the face was a as a regard to like, you know what I mean? It's just like to let you know that what you did was wrong. Right. I don't think slapping the people in the face is bad. You know what I mean? He didn't shoot him, he didn't stab him, he didn't do none of that, but he did utilize his platform to stand up for his woman in general. Word. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, brother. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed day. Peace, right, King. Yo, Neil, what a beautiful day. Stay away from, <laughs> stay away from, stay away from them hoes and hobos. <laughs> nah, man. This, you know, you taking hope, you taking tokens to Hoboken, then your pockets get broken. <laughs> Take tokens to hold, but okay, got you, got you. I follow you. I follow you. I follow you. I follow you. I, follow you. I, don't, I don't get it. I lost. I'm, I'm picking down what you're putting up. Let's okay. take one more, y'all. Crystal, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, we're talking protecting black women. Talk to us. What's your thoughts? What does that look like? Uh, to me, I'm um, coming from a woman that was raised by her father. That was my first protector. Mm. Um, first nurturer, first love, first everything. And today's AUD is terrible. Um, I don't see protection at all. I see men using, abusing women physically and emotionally. It's just, that's what I think protection is. Okay. Oh, she brought up her father. I feel like I wouldn't be here without my father. That's why black fathers are so important. Black mothers are important. But when you have the love from your father, can't no man convince you of anything because the man that brought you on this earth loves you so much. You require that love at all times. And it's probably the reason why I'm single because my, 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 my pedestal for that is so high. Like, my father, I'm from Connecticut, Kenny Reader, like he did a great job. And as a child, I can remember that how much he was there for me. When I went to college, my dad did whatever. He sold Mary Kay to keep me in college, you wow. know, to do whatever he had to do mm-hmm. to keep his daughter in school. So, But that's how all can, men should know, be with their daughters. Yes. Because I'm with that, like that with my daughter. My daughter says the same thing. The reason she has a hard time dating is because she looks for men like her dad. That yeah. Is respectful. That's this. That's Maddie, that. Maddie, you can find a man better than your no, daddy. No, you <laughs> That's how you should be with your daughters. That's how with, with, with my three daughters, my four daughters, and Feldman, you have four, right? I got four daughters, and Kendra brought up a good point, because Kendra, you told me something a long time ago that stuck with me. This one, I, I think I might have had one daughter at the time. You, it's something you said your daddy told you. Y'all was either driving in a car or sitting on a stoop. So when I was really young, um, there's a story I talk about. I think 
the girl might have been, I don't know, 16 or whatever at the time, and I, and she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So my dad rides up, and I'm thinking we're about to go to her house, and he stops in front of the house. He's like, you see her right there? And then I was like, yes. And he was like, that better never be you, and drove away. And I was like, <laughs> so, and I was afraid of my dad at the time, but my dad, like, he was God to me, and I was like, okay, so I can't have sex and get pregnant because my dad said not to do that. And I think a lot of my friends grew up they didn't have a father figure. Mm-hmm. So I saw the difference in my life versus their lives. And that's why I just say, like, if you can't be with the woman, do whatever you got to do to be there for your child. And how old were you at that time? I was probably like 11 or 9. And when did you start having sex? Child, child. child. Know, I need to know if this works. You know, I, I mean, look, I don't even remember, you know. Oh, I mean, I, I think I'm still a virgin at some point in time. <laughs> can't you oh reset? Goodness. They say you can reset your virginity. You can't reset. I am taking, I'm reclaiming my virginity, Envy. All right. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> all right. Just boy. know that healing is hard, though. Yes. Okay? And, and, and if it wasn't, we would all be whole, but instead we are just human, so. Yes. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the rumor report. Drake, uh, he scores big again, this time with Michael Jordan. We'll get to it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey. I realized. I like my coworker. I realized that I feel so free without braces. I lasted four days, okay? Now, let me tell y'all something. I've been in the county jail. Long as I've ever been in the county jail, oh it was like God. 45 days. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that braces feel like the county jail, but I'm saying that when you take them off, it feel like you got released from the county jail. Damn oh my it. goodness. I, I had braces. Free. I had braces before, and I still have retainers in my mouth that's permanent behind the teeth to keep them straight. How long you had them? I've had them since I was a kid. Probably like 20 years now. Hell no. I ain't doing no 20 years with braces. Kendra, <laughs> Hell Kendra, no. Kendra G, ladies and gentlemen. To Kendra G. Hi, good morning. I took my braces out. I'm getting Invisalign next week. Just get the fake teeth. Go get the veneers like everybody mm-hmm. else. You got the money. Mm-hmm. Stop playing. Oh, they I better, still got they good teeth. better look good, too. I still got good teeth. I'm going to keep my teeth for as long they as I can. They look like them horse teeth. Woo! At my age, it's just all about keeping your back teeth. That's what I'm concerned <laughs> about. I need to keep my back teeth. <laughs> I'm 43. I got to keep my back teeth. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. <laughs> Listen. All the guys. The rumor report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Drake was online yesterday. He was with a a note card collector. Now, with these new baseball cards, people are buying cases of unopened cards, right? And Mm -hmm. hoping that hopefully they'll get a card that's worth some money. So, yesterday he bought a a 10-pack of cards. And when he opened up some of those cards, he was greeted with a rare 1986 Michael Jordan rookie card. Oh, that's Michael money. Jordan, Chicago. Kendra G does radio yeah, in Chicago, WGCI. Yes. The morning. The morning show, WGCI morning show yeah. in Chicago. And Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. That's a fact. I agree with that. No now, argument there. They're saying that card could be worth up to $700,000. Mm. That's all? For one card? Yeah. You said a rookie card? Yep. I would think Michael Jordan rookie cards would be worth way more than seven hundred thousand. That's seven hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. No, it is, but it's Michael Jordan we talking about. Now yeah. they said that uh, he had a total of six Michael Jordan cards in those boxes, and they're saying it's worth uh, well over a million dollars. Some of them are not rookie cards, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, if you're following this thing with Amaretta, Amaretta's an artist from Atlanta. She gets busy. She did a record called Not Atlanta. Yes. And a lot of people got into their in their feelings. Let's hear her record a little bit of it. The whole city know I'm a beast. Look, if you not from this side and you don't know the facts, you're chilling. Repeat after me. Call that part. It's not Atlanta. Like on you. It's not Atlanta. What are you doing? Decatur. It's not Atlanta. What are you doing? It's not Atlanta. 
Alright. So basically, that record hard. No. You know, record's dumb hard. She's saying everybody that lives on the outskirts claim Atlanta, but that's not Atlanta. Or if he wasn't born in Atlanta, too. First of all, I love her. I interviewed her for the show that I'm on that we did the interview earlier, Social Society. She's so dope. She's so confident. She's fearless. Yo, I love everything about her, and she called everybody out, and I loved it. She gets busy. Well, Ludacris responded. Born in Illinois. Mama making hella noise. Cause a star was born and I'll take this as I'm a redder gave him credit for Cause early I moved to College Park Got rich like Ludacris hit the lot up I spent so much time in Magic City every day I'm so Atlanta was always my motto At Banaga High School I was high fool No money but my mouth moving Fast forward five years Five million dollar crib South Fulton I pop Atlanta Come on Chris I brought millions of dollars to the city, not a whole world jockey letter. I was wondering if this was propaganda. Uh, killed it. Ludacris get busy. K- killed it. Can I just say, Ludacris' family, like, I know him and Shaka so much throughout my whole entire career. I'm so happy that he came and shut it down because Ludacris is one of those rare talents that we sometimes forget about. And it's crazy, right? Because if you're from Atlanta, how the hell you wouldn't want to claim Ludacris? <laughs> if Ludacris came from Illinois and he moved to your city and he'd been spitting like that his whole life, why wouldn't you want to claim Ludacris, Amaretta? Ludacris <laughs> gets busy, so Ludacris responded to that. Now, uh, let's switch gears. Boosie Badass. Oh, God, what did he say? Looks like he has to take some people to court. Now, this is over the Young Blue contract. If you don't know, Boosie Badass was one of the people that found Young Blue, promoted him, supported him, and I guess he was part of the label, we all thought, but it seems like things are not going that way, so Boosie talks about it. Did y'all finally work out whatever contractual situations y'all had? Uh, nah, I gotta take everybody to court, bro. <laughs> I gotta take everybody to court, bro. You're, you're gonna take Young Blue to court over this? Right, Young Blue ain't really in it. It's just the people who who all was behind it, bro. They, a lot of, they did, they did some, people did some messed up business, bro, like, and it's it's gonna it's coming back. It's gonna come back to hunt everybody, bro. You know, but I just was over, bro. But you know, uh... don't think Boosie don't know his business now. Yeah. No, Boosie knows business. I don't always agree with the words that come out of his mouth, but mm-hmm. I do get this. If you put somebody on, you have the right to get your money because if you were there when nobody was feeling them and you gave them their shot, you definitely deserve your coin. If you had your paperwork right, but even still, if the the person is solid, even if they didn't have paperwork, if you know who put you on, you got to give them some kickbacks. Up, so, yeah, I agree. yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. But Vlad, I need you to ask Boosie more pressing questions, like you know, what does he think of Florida's uh, don't say gay <laughs> life? No, don't. Let's not let's not bring Boosie into no more LGBT conversations yeah. because uh, we already know his opinion and we don't need to hear it anymore. Shout out to Boosie. Can you badass. imagine Boosie getting asked that question nope. with no context? Oh my god! <laughs> That's what do you think of Florida's don't say gay love? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right. That is your rumor report. Kendra G, we appreciate you hanging yes. out with us. Give the people your IG and all that good stuff. Okay, okay listen. Everybody be having a million followers. I don't got a million followers yet. So if you follow me on Instagram, I'm going to follow you back. The first hundred people. Kendra G Media. I'm on the radio in Chicago. I also host a show on All Black called Hustle Society. But follow me right now on Instagram. Kendra G Media. First hundred. I'm going to follow you back. And you do the single. Uh... Oh, yes. I got to shout that out on my IG. If you are single, this is a big thing. If you're single looking for love i go live on instagram and also on facebook it's called singles on instagram live singles on facebook live it's very entertaining friday and saturday nights people all around the world from nigeria envy's giving me the rap sign so f envy and that's it and even though you are <laughs> single you have found love on your own show before yeah we're not gonna talk about my lady we life, talked right? about it earlier yeah, oh. yeah okay Thank, full, we, we watch, gotta go watch the full interview yeah. for that one all when, right when, when the light-skinned man says you have to go you have to go charlamagne the no. people's choice mixes up next <laughs> that's what i keep talking i don't listen to yellow people it's the breakfast 
Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here with news from one of. They just partnered with the Grammy Awards for exclusive NFTs, and you can win a pair of tickets to fly out to next year's Grammys simply by claiming a free NFT at oneof.com. For rules and to claim your free NFT, visit oneof.com by 7 p.m. April 4th. That's right. Darkness still here. What up? Salute to uh, make sure y'all watch Social Society on All Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and follow me on Instagram, Kendra G Media. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I also want to salute everybody who's had braces. Yeah. I, listen, you, you had braces punk. for four years. You are such a punk. Do you I have am. tattoos? Yeah, but I got them when I was 17. I think braces is a young person's sport. It is. I really <laughs> it is, do. So it is, it At 43 is. years old, I ain't got time for it. You got to watch what you eat. There's certain nah, things you can do, yeah. certain things you can't do. Nah, if yeah. anything touches your lip, if you, oh. if you bust your lip, you start bleeding. I can't do it. It's annoying. I, t- I got mine taken out yesterday. I did four days. That's how you know you're rich, where you just took your braces off in like days. Oh, that's how you know you're in pain. <laughs> Listen, my dentist said to me, my dentist said, when I saw you back on the schedule today, I knew what you were coming back for. She literally said that because she know me. I could, mm-hmm. and she and she gave me the option. She said you should get Invisalign or braces. She was like, you sure you can't do the braces? Well, just rock with your teeth. Why you gotta fix them? Maybe God gave you the perfect teeth. Why you even have to fix it? Like, I got nice teeth. I just, you know. Oh uh, yeah, they could be perfected. I just want to get them. Yeah, they, they, I got because I got crooked ones in certain places, so I want to straighten those out. Okay. And then I want to get veneers in my back teeth because it's, it's it, all you, about the back teeth, man. You made mm-hmm. it this far with that smile. Yeah, but we forty something years old, Kendra. I know you're gonna be dead in like four more, forty more years. Or That's something. the point, though. When we get into <laughs> like it's all, like, why not? But you know what makes you look really old in your forties, fifties, not having no back teeth. It does. You gotta have your back you're teeth. You gotta have dentures when you're in your eighties. No, you I'm having about? this. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. All right. When we come back, positive note, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Six them up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guys. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people? I do, man. I just want to tell y'all, uh, protect your peace, man. And one of the greatest ways to protect your peace is knowing there is great power in keeping calm while being misunderstood and slandered. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs>